Welcome to this podcast is making me thirsty. The number one destination for Seinfeld fans. This is two up and two down. Here's our producer, Chris, to start us off. All right, everybody. Welcome back. And thanks for joining us for another episode of two up and two down. And today we're going to discuss season three's the nose job. So, uh, Chris, let's start with you. What do you got for your first up? Season three, the nose job, Peter Melman, 16 million people watched this back in November of 91. You guys know the deal. Two positives, two negatives, often hard for us a lot, especially, well, it's hard for us anytime. So again, we're going to use analysis here. Uh, first up, here we go. I'm going to go, I'm going to go the, the opening scene with, with Jerry and George at, at the newsstand. It it felt, it just, Sharon is great job. It just felt so New York, right? Jerry talking about how he met, uh, you know, Tony with the crop circles. And then, you know, obviously, you know, crop circles. I want you to buy something. I love that guy, the newspaper guy. I, I think he, I mean, Hirschfeld just always found the right guy. And it's, 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 it's the details in these shows that, that make it work, that make it so New York. Uh, but that opening scene, them, you know, the spinach in George's teeth, and then obviously them discussing Audrey's big nose without even seeing her yet. So I think that was really, it was just great setup and great anticipation. It just left you wanting more. And then obviously they showed the flashback uh, with Jerry and Tawny, which, man, after seeing that, you definitely want to see more. So great opening scene is my uh, first up. Yeah, Tony Katane uh, playing Isabel, uh, her character. Thanks, Chris. Over to you, Tony. What do you got for your first up? Yeah, RIP, right? Uh, Tony was great with us. Um, I agree totally. I wrote that down, too. Crop circles. Mind you, buy something. I uh, love the newsstand guy. Uh, very New York episode. Um, my first up is... is uh, one Kramer and, and Elaine go to get the jacket from the landlord. I, I love the landlord, uh, Roy Brocksmith. Uh, I believe uh, Susan Doyle, who we also talked to, who played Audrey, I believe she told us a story about him, um, which which I thought was fascinating. Uh, great guy, great character. The way he just digs at Kramer. Ah, she used to yell and scream. Uh, you know, just going off. I absolutely love it. Uh, you know, is, is that is your contention that Shakespeare was an imposter? Uh, you know, come back to bed, you big hairy ape. I, I, and bring the British. What does that even mean? I don't know. I love that guy. I think he's great. Uh, it's an early season three guest star who, you know, they're always a little bit, uh, I find them a little bit different for some reason. I love uh, uh, what's his face from the statue who we talked to as well. These types of guys, you know, just just great casting even back then. Uh, to hours point, even the uh, the newsstand guy was great. Um, but I love that scene. I don't know. I think I think Kramer and that guy play off each other really well. Um, I just love that guy just keeps going on and on about Babs. And this is way before we meet Babs, right? Uh, but um, just good stuff there. Uh, I, I get a chuckle every time. And it's just one of those early 90s Seinfeld WPIX scenes that will just live in my head forever. Uh, that's the only way I can explain it. So uh, that's my my first up. Great up, because I actually wrote that down as, as part of my notes, too, was, uh, yeah, the, the the landlord describing Babs and, and that whole scene that you just went through. So, yeah, excellent up there. Uh, Chris, over to you. Uh, what's your second up here? Uh, how can you forget? Nasty woman. I mean, just 
incredible, inc- incredible scene. I had that too here. Uh, quite frankly, one, you know, one of the best of all time. It's 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 funny. We 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 talk about these early seasons with Kramer and Elaine, and they they they're really good together. And then that you know, as you as you analyze this show later years, them together it just really dwindles. Sad to see, but. You know what? And speaking of sad, I'm gonna I'm gonna do my next up friend of the show, Tony Katayan. Um, you know, of White Snake lore, the video. But say she did it, and she was just real. She was unique in in the perspective that she wasn't the typical Jerry girlfriend. We know she dated him in real life, and that's how it was. essentially she got the gig. But really different from who Jerry typically dates, right? Like the quiet reserve little blonde or, you know, she was, you know, <laughs> the high boots and, uh, I swear Nelson. And I, I love that whole thing. And Jerry reading off the, uh, you know, off the paper there with her. I, I enjoyed it. And again, I'm Mr. Sentimentality here. I'll never forget. She joined our program and her calling me that night saying, let's do the podcast. And, you know, we hopped up and we did it with her and uh, she was wonderful. So a lot of great stories and, you know, everyone treated her great. I think she was overlooked in, in this kind of episode, but I think she did. She really brought it. Um, and for someone with not a lot of acting chops, if you will, similar to Jerry, it was, it was good to have them together. So for me, uh, Tony, second up. Yeah. Good points there, Chris. Uh, so Tony, over to you with your second up here. No audition, right? If I recall correctly, uh, she got that gig. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, uh, that was unbelievable. Um, yeah, my, my my second up is not I'm not I'm not using Tawny. I'm using a scene she was in, though. And and it's the, the whole chess match. Right. And, and really, the first one is the one that I, I love more than I think they might have played it out in the second one. But, you know, the brain versus the penis, uh, you know, he wins till you're 40. Still wins at a blowout. I love that line. Uh, you know, I feel like these early seasons, they, they were trying weird different things. You didn't, you know, they kind of got away from later on. But uh, reminds me of the the FBI shooting up Jerry in the baby shower with the cable stuff. Like just these different kind of things they were doing. Jerry with the brain thing on his head always looked funny to me. And how do you how do you look like a penis? He just put like that white helmet on his head and the, the whole chess match and great scene. I'm Nelson to, to Harris point there. And, you know, you can kind of relate to Jerry there. I have a feeling that that might've been, uh, you know, he might've been, been in that situation uh, a number of times, probably throughout his, uh, his dating years there as the, uh, the, the womanizer, he, he, he came to be. So I get it. And uh, I think it's a great little scene kind of depicts that whole thing. It could, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a very Woody Allen type scene, I think. And I think, you know, to that point, I just to, to, to go a little further, I think the first, I think George is still doing Woody Allen a little bit in this episode. The whole stuff I mentioned at the beginning, that was very Woody Allen. The nose, I can't think about the nose. I can't think of the nose. He's he's not quite Larry David yet or George yet. Um, so I just throwing that out there. But this whole episode is is very, uh, you know, obviously about dating and that sort of thing and the superficiality of it. So um, yeah, that's my uh, my second up. Thanks, Tony. Uh, so now we're going to do the downs and back to you, Chris. Uh, what's your first one? This is season three. This is Melman. I mean, you, you put those two things together. It's, it's hard to find downs. Let's be honest. Uh, one of our favorite writers, favorite minds with the favorite season. But this is what we do here. Got to get nitpicky. I, 
I didn't like how it ended. Um, he, here's, I love the the Kramer with uh, Audrey and the reggae lounge stuff. And right when they walked out that door, I, th- I think the episode should have ended. That would have been the perfect ending. But the whole my nose, my nose, my kingdom for a nose, never nah, too much, too much. Uh, didn't need that last little line there. So for me, when when things go a little too much, usually I want more, but I didn't need more here. So the kingdom for a nose line, first down. Oh yeah, good point. Yeah, I could have just end, ended like you said with uh, Kramer and Audrey walking out. So yeah, good point there. Uh, Tony, back to you. What's your uh, first down? Uh, I, yeah, that was one of mine, and I totally agree with it. And I don't like the call back to the when George is like Elaine, shut up. The way she did it to him later on with the can't stop sign stuff that kind of brought that back to at the end, which I didn't love. Um, and George is just like Elaine, shut up. It kind of pulled it back. I, I didn't love the ending. I agree. Um, Listen, my first down is going to be an odd one, but this is what we do here. Uh, just on the rewatch, I was kind of looking for downs more as an analyst here, and and this one just, I don't know, uh, Elaine's apartment, that like the set design in Elaine's apartment, and I guess it's Audrey's apartment too, if I'm not mistaken, right? They're roommates, is that what's going on here? But it's such an odd decor. It looks like an old lady lives there. If you look at this, look at the, the things on the walls, the, the carpeting, the furniture, everything about it does not scream a girl, a woman in her early 30s in New York City, like, you know, single. It's very, like, muted and everything looks like antique stuff and, like, <laughs> it's just the, the oddest apartment I've ever seen for, for, for Elaine. And she's always had weird apartments throughout early, especially early on. But at least they sort of had a little bit of quirkiness to her and stuff. The, the bedroom scene in... in uh, in um the 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 bus boy I, I don't mind her bedroom there the buddy holly poster and whatnot but this scene this uh, this living room is is just very odd uh i think they kind of missed the missed the mark on this one i don't know i don't know if azari is in charge there but they're still trying to find their way i guess but it's an interesting doubt i agree but so Howard mentioned there's not a lot to pull out of this for downs uh you know content wise so uh that's where i'm going first down all right, well, thank you, Tony. Uh, yeah, so Chris, back to you. What's your second down? If I recall, I think that was the same apartment she lived in with Siobhan Fallon. I think Audrey is just uh, staying there until she gets back. You, I think you're right. It's very similar to it, and I don't like it then either, to be honest with you, but I, I think you're right. I think it is the yeah, same well, it, Kramer had not no issues going back there, clearly. But uh, <laughs> well, yeah, T- uh, Tina was uh, the Siobhan. Uh, yeah, exactly. And you know, again, I'm getting nitpicky here when you try to find things. But it, when oh, I, somehow the Kramer saved the day, and Audrey mentions, "Oh, it was Kramer's doctor that that helped me." Like, wait a minute, Kramer has a doctor? Not only does Kramer have a doctor, but he's a uh, plastic surgeon. We know he's a, you know, uh, uh, Stephen, you know, Tobolowski guy. What are we doing here? So that, again, when you're just trying to find like um, consistency, uh, that one didn't add up because we know he didn't have a doctor, obviously, from watching the heart attack in, you know, in earlier uh, in earlier years. So that one was a little weird. Again, they could have. You probably didn't have to mention that Kramer just kind of came to save the day. He didn't have to mention his doctor, but for me, 
little things. So that's my uh, second down, I believe. Yep. Second. Yeah. 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 No, a valid point there. Uh, so Tony, uh, what do you got for your second down there? Yeah, it is a valid point. My second down, I'm sticking with a lane here. Um, I just think this episode, this is early. Obviously we kind of touched on this a lot. There's not a, Elaine doesn't have to carry the show, but um, I don't know. She's, she's, she's eavesdropping on George's conversation. She comes in and starts yelling at him about courage to get the nose job. She yells at Kramer earlier on. It's really all she does. Um, and I don't love either of the scenes when she does it, to be honest with you. I, I think, um, you know, I'm trying to find downs and it, it, I thought Jerry did a lot. Obviously, early on, we're giving Jerry a lot. Uh, he kind of carries the episode with Tony. Uh, you got George and and the, and the nose job back and forth. You got Kramer coming in and getting the woman and the landlord stuff. Elaine's not much left here, right? Uh, they kind of just pushed her along with the, like Ohio just mentioned, oh, the doctor, that's why I'll do this. She kept helping him out, but not wanting to. And the ending, I didn't like with her either. So it's kind of a big, just a lane down Uh mainly around she didn't have enough to do and, and what she did do I, I didn't love um so i know it's, it's, it's a little bit weak but but that's where i'm going with my my second down but yeah that's a good point tony uh right so this is season three and we're gonna wrap this up with the grades and this is my favorite season for you guys to grade because um you know this is right before seinfeld starts to take off It'd be you know before we get into season four and five where it's really great so a uh, lot of great episodes in this season, too. So I'm interested to uh, hear what you got to say, Chris. Well, I will say the show already took off. But, and I'll disagree with um, with with my partner, Aaron Elaine. I thought she would, she's defending her friend. Eventually coming in, telling her to get a nose job. Of course she's going to yell at these jerks. I mean, she's a beautiful woman. You know, we met Audrey, an unbelievable woman, you know soft-spoken and that's how she was in the show uh, elaine was sticking up and not only that elaine was in the scene you mentioned was one of your favorite scenes of all time with uh you know babs kramer so yeah again i, I can't really knock her down too much kramer the nose job line you know that's that kind of that's kramer right i mean <laughs> every time you watch it I, I i still laugh even though i know it's coming but it's it's that awkwardness. It's his honesty that just, again, make, I don't want to say relatable, but we all know someone like him, right? Or wish we knew someone like him. George, right? The Peter Jennings stuff, such a jerk. But him, like, even talking about with, you know, how the, uh, he had the spinach in the thing and, you know, how'd the interview go? How do you think, you know? <laughs> and I love that callback. Um, sorry, we're all, full, you know, all show, Mr. Costanza. Tony Katayan, um, again, I think it was tight. I think three guest stars, right? Audrey, uh, uh, the landlord guy, and Tony, obviously. I love that they kept it tight in those those early years. Not a lot of downs, um, but it's Melman. I just, like I, like I said, I think it's tight. The opening scene alone really elevated this. Uh, the jacket scene there's not a lot of waste is what i'm trying to say here and i'm struggling here trying to get my grade out as you can see here and it's melman and i'm sentimental yes you know what i have two but i'm gonna go a little higher than i wanted to i'm gonna go b plus for the nose job um it's not quite a territory i'm never turning it off 
Um, it, it's 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 more of that you know vintage New York kind of even a little darkness with the nose job stuff, a little like Larry Charles in there. So, you know, maybe he, he connected with Melman and it's, it's, it's interesting. I know Melman was a little tougher on this episode himself, but for me, I'm going to go B plus. All right, cool. Uh, thank you, Chris. Uh, and Tony over to you. Uh, give us your grade, please. Yeah. Well, listen, Hey, I know how I love this episode. I, I was, I was expecting him to go a little higher and he did the sentimentality. I think sunk in a little bit, like he said, I, I, here, so this episode, I wrote down three grades. I'm all over the map on this one. And for a lot of the things he just mentioned, I mean, you got classic Kramer. You just need a nose job, as mentioned. Uh, you know, the chess mat stuff I loved. I already mentioned the landlord. I'm a little bit more down in the lane. Um, and this is season three. Here's what I will say. When this aired live, it was a solid episode. I agree with her at all points. Watching this live when it came out, season three, early 90s, New York, the whole thing, loved it. But I don't rewatch here 25 years later as we're analyzing the, against everything else. And Schmidt mentioned we love season three, and, and I do love season three. I put it up there against any season. But this is not a top season three episode. I mean, there's a lot of season three episodes better than this. It's not a bottom. I mean, it's not the dog, uh, you know, it's not the stranded, which aren't, aren't bad per se. Right. But, um, you know, good Samaritan. These are ones I kind of lump it with. I, I don't lump it with the pen. I don't lump it with the library. I don't lump it with the parking, you know, the cafe, uh, alternate side, the red dot, the subway, the Pez dispenser. I mean, these, the boyfriend, obviously, those are AA pluses. Right, that's what I'm saying. Those are AA pluses. I, and I'm not, obviously, I'm not there. So I got to drop it. So you dropped it to a B. Uh, you dropped it to a B plus. See, that's 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 high for me. I can't go, even go that high. I'm between a B and even a little lower. Um, I just think, I think sentimentality is, is pushing this up for me now as I'm talking it through, as I'm seeing a B minus written down. I think that's that might be too low. Um, one thing I will say that I think is a positive that I didn't even mention, the idea of the show was how a comedian gets his material. And this episode shows that perfectly. Both of Jerry's stand-ups are about the nose job stuff. He slips them both in perfectly mid-show at the end of the show, the rhinoplasty. Listen, I'm talking myself up now. Howard's grades in my head. I love Melman. I love season three. I can't go as high as, uh, as Chris, but I, I will give it a B, which was the highest grade I wrote down. I'm going to give the nose job a clean, solid B. No problem there. Yeah, B plus B for, for the nose job, which I it, it is a solid episode. And like you guys said, season three, a lot of A's, A pluses in that. And that's why, you know, I, I suggest people not to overlook that the, that early season. So uh yeah great job and analysis there guys and we'll see everybody on our next episode thanks <laughs>